Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bursting forth in glorious day, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Manchester City made ground on Arsenal and Brighton were angered. It's Monday, 10th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Venusian Hunter-Raja. Hey, everybody. Still the weekend, isn't it, Jim? It is. It's a rare rare Monday weekend. I got very confused on the intro because I presume Vish uh, changed all of our names in the running order to Marcus Penlier or Penler. Uh, Pen Donaldson, Jim Penball, and Vitushin Pentharaja. No, I didn't, because why would I change my own name? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> oh, That's a very good uh, point. Wow. Well, Remains a mystery. <laughs> the investigation goes on. I'm going to stab a hole in this dinghy, then you're all screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Was this because um, uh, pre-recording, you were very excited to see that Cristiano Ronaldo has, has nearly got a one-in-one goal ratio for Al Nasser? That is not true. We, because before recording... It is true. We he all, scored 11 in 12 before, in all competitions. Before recording, we were all talking about what happened to what we do if we won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> you, you plan to steal money from your brother. Yeah. I, I, said, I, I said I'd prefer my brother to win the lottery so I can steal money from him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, none of us won the lottery as far as I'm aware, no. um, but we, we do have some highlights of the weekend uh, despite that. Jim. Yeah, um, I, I assume like like me, you're all f- big fans of Lithuania's A-Liga. Um, and over the weekend, the coin toss was replaced by a game of egg tapping, mm. where two mm. players tap hard-boiled eggs uh, on each other, and the egg that remains proud 
at the end yeah. of that tapping but, wins the toss. They, they, they tap them on each other, yeah, like, they, on yeah, their yeah. hands. No, 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 no. They, 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 you know, they just they tap the eggs. <laughs> oh, they tap the I, eggs I together they're they're on each like, other with hard eggs. Give me your tummy. <laughs> oh, it's, you know. and, <laughs> and it's kind of like a Lithuanian kind of Eastery thing that I they do. And they, they have like Europe, a, it's, they it's have like a, they have like a kind of um, uh, they have a little kind of rhyme about Jesus when they do it. But I don't know what that is, no. so I'll have to. Probably best you don't guess. Eggs, eggs, That'll Jesus' do. eggs. That'll Let's do. have a crack of Jesus' eggs. <laughs> Can you rhyme eggs with eggs? Doesn't matter. I think we have. Um, so how do you determine who's won? Um, the egg that remains true yeah, he is the winner. Structurally sound egg. Thank yeah. you. That's a better explanation. But the egg hard- that remains true. They're both hardball, though. Yeah, but yeah. like there can, there can be the only one. You know, there is yeah. one wins. So I don't one, know what so one if they egg, both break. Yeah, so one egg remains eggy, and the other one cracks slightly, uh-huh. and that's the one that loses. Yeah, the right? cracked egg loses. Okay, mm. the cracked egg loses. Indeed, right as it often does, Peter. Mm. Oh, uh, my highlight was uh, Anthony Gordon being a dick. <laughs> right. Do you see him? Do you see him come go off? On. He got brought off uh, by uh, Eddie Howe, and, yeah. st- and Eddie Howe tried to sort of give him a pat on the back or whatever. And he fuck off. Really? He's such a kind of idiot that lad. <laughs> and he will derail Newcastle United. And he should be delighted to be there. <laughs> of all the players, I know that... to be rescued be from s- that hellhole. Speaking of winning the lottery, Good that's God. what he yeah. should I feel know. like. Of all now. the people to kick off at as well. <laughs> <laughs> My lord, my saviour, Eddie Howe. Oh, dear. <laughs> he, uh, the way Gordon went off there and the tiff he had, and, bec- and because he actually looks quite similar to Eddie Howe, it was mm. properly like a, a kid having yeah, a strop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to go to Grand on Easter Sunday. <laughs> strange, very strange. Your very highlight, odd. Your highlight of the weekend, Vish? My highlight was uh, more, well, Newcastle adjacent, ex-Newcastle player uh, kicking off, Andy Carroll. Uh, oh. A very good goal for Reading against Birmingham on Friday, but mm. Reading ended up drawing. They're now just a point. Well, so they're still in the relegation zone, but mm-hmm. they're... Um, a point from safety uh, because of how badly QPR have been doing. Yeah. Um, Carol went and was doing a lap of honour and, you know, thanking the fans for their support and one fan wasn't happy mm. and had a go at him and Andy Carroll just strolled over to him uh-huh. and started shouting. Yeah. yeah, started shouting back at him um, and <laughs> it was that great moment where I, so I really recommend watching the video because the guy clearly thinks oh, he's not going to do anything, mm. Mm. but he's so he's almost too close to the pitch. So Andy Carroll <laughs> walks up to him and he he turns to look at everyone else. Like, <laughs> oh, look look at this idiot! Look what uh, he did. help me! <laughs> look what he's, he's doing! And, and like the perspective, because Carroll's so tall, mm. the, the, you can kind of figure out how you can ratio how tall the man mm. is, mm. and he's not very tall. Yeah, no, he's no, no, not, no. Yeah. He's not very tall. And and Andy clear... Carroll's wearing a number two and you, looks you, like a centre back. What you'd have to do is you'd have to try and run away and just hope Carroll got injured. And then right, you can get yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing. There's, yeah. there's a point where he like instead of telling him to fuck off, he's like, "Ah, oh, go, o- go away, <laughs> yeah. go away, yeah. you go, go and join your place. Jog yeah. on, sir. Yeah. The coach is leaving. You will be late. <laughs> like a demon souls boss. And, go and, back to solving this relegation <laughs> issue. Yeah. Uh, so, so someone else uh, quote retweeted the incident and uh, had a go at Carol. Then Carol replied on Twitter quite articulately, actually. Did he? Yeah. yeah. So don't confront him. He's likable. Yeah. He's likable He's likable. There we go. Score that. No, wonderful... no, he's like a bull. I see. <laughs> That's what he's... Yeah. that wonderful header, of course, for England once upon a time, Good Peter. God. Yeah, we, yeah. Saw, we saw it. We did see it. We, we enjoyed it. that we moment. We enjoyed it, we did, yeah. yeah right. Not so highlight of the weekend. <laughs> Highlight of the weekend. Highlight of the century. You remembering 
Andy Carroll scored a header once. In when, when Roy Hodgson was England manager. We right? don't oh, need to be talking, talking about, about Roy Hodgson, Jim. We do need to be talking about Shall it. Shall into Miami shit How at the end of the about, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Um, Roy Hodgson. Come on. Talk to me. Rides again. I tell again. you something. He rides again, he, again. He, he bloody well is. Palace are scoring. It was the, some people. There's one of them sat here doubted Roy Hodgson as Palace manager. So where's your goal's going to come from? Well, that's there. That's where. Everywhere. <laughs> you know the most annoying thing about this is how's it annoying? Well, because the results. <laughs> sorry, the, the fixtures are there to to go on this run. Mm. You know they've they've got a, a very very tidy run in. True. The, the Five goals away from home is always a given for Palace. <laughs> against, against Leeds sorry did you see the way Leeds dropped off in that second half it was ridiculous you've but got, you've I, would say, I, w- I would say yeah, po- an apology that, to Roy not an apology Southampton <laughs> next week the thing- <laughs> Just, I mean don't go in too hard because it's Southampton then Everton yeah. come on no, the <laughs> come thing- on now <laughs> you're your almost enemy mate <laughs> Oh, go on! What are you going to say? Yeah, I believe you were doubling down. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't actually. I wasn't actually. I, I was. I was getting on one knee, not two. Um, the, most, the most annoying thing about it on, on, on Friday, right? God, honest truth. On Friday, right? Uh, producer Finn, yeah. it's his job to basically go through the show, uh, listen to the show yeah. while it's going out, mm. write down edit notes, and cut out things that just sound a bit shit, right? Yeah. And and it's that's his job. That's yeah. literally he what he cuts out stuff. We should say, Pete. No, he did. He never does. He never does. Yeah. But I did spot his edit notes on Friday, mm. and uh, five minutes in, six minutes in, Pete had nothing here for a minute. <laughs> I was like, I mean, he's right, but I mean, I feel it's literally his job, but I feel very upset about it. I feel very judged. Vish just played the fifth, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, got no. something out of it, though, didn't I, Finn? <laughs> I got something out of it! Keep this in the show, mate! Uh, he had everything! The world in his hands! I think um, I think it would be a dereliction of duties if he kept that in. <laughs> but it is a, it's his bank holiday bond as well. It if is, yeah. like, go on, what you, hurry up, Vish. I've got nothing to say. Right, Good. there we Thank go. You. Thank Brilliant. you. That's all we needed. Well lawyered by me. Yeah. Thank you. Well done, Peter. Uh, Ray Lewington wasn't wearing shorts, by the way. Disappointing. So maybe that's that's the, the trick. His legs Warm day so yesterday damaged. as well. I, those knees get those goals. Um, a listener also informed us that... Um, Ray is apparently Luke Ayling's uncle. I don't know whether... I think we've been had there. Have we, right? Is there a particular, do they have a physical similarities? Well, or? whenever we see Ayling, he's wearing shorts, so... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it must be family tradition. That got, makes sense. Yeah, it all, yeah. It all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, producer uh, Finn there just... No, it's true, according to Wikipedia. Oh, brilliant, mate. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Should we bully Finn? No. <laughs> no I'm Should we bully Finn for the rest of the show? I think we have to talk about Liverpool versus Arsenal. No, because... let's bully Finn. <laughs> What? Finn, can you put that picture of you on uh, on a Leeds-based uh, pub crawl you did over the weekend uh, where everyone was dressed in football shirts and you were dressed as Top Gun? <laughs> it's enjoyable. Well, they were all wearing Sheffield Wednesday kits and he's a Sheffield United mm. fan. Yeah. So he's like, so what, what's Gun. the only thing I can do here? Exactly, I've yeah. got to dress like uh, Tom Cruise's <laughs> character in Top Gun. Um, Liverpool but, Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool 2, Arsenal 2. It was a maverick display from uh, from Mr Ramsdale in goal. It certainly was. It <laughs> certainly was. What a strange game. Feels like two points dropped and a point snatched. Yeah, which, which is what Ramsdale really, said really after odd. the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Arsenal started so well. Yeah. Uh, obviously, two goals to the good within the, the the first half an hour, and it looked. <laughs> need to remind everybody, but it did look like, oh, here we go. This is the Arsenal. Oh, Anfield. You know, obviously no. a difficult ground to go to. <laughs> yeah, even well, even this season uh, at, at times, and the way Martinelli sort of prods that one home, and then Jesus. You know, they they were on top. 
and the the mood was Arsenal. Here they go. They're mm-hmm. they're they're slipping it into fifth for this. You know the final eight games or whatever it is of the season. But of course that would only tell about I don't know thirty five minutes of the game. Yeah, absolutely. And this is what Liverpool are capable of at Anfield, isn't it? And I think mm. we saw both sides of the season that Liverpool were having. Uh, they they woke up at a really, really important time. They were exceptional in the second half. Mm. Arsenal were very lucky to get away with Mo Salah missing another penalty. Yep. That is that is such a such a let off. And Liverpool were excellent. It's the toughest game Arsenal have had all season, including games they'd lost. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just mm. just absolutely such a dominant display from Liverpool. I think there's a little bit of a sense from some quarters that Arsenal maybe tried to see out the game for the whole of the second half. But mm. I'm, I'm, they were pinned I, back. I, I think so. I'm not really too sure on where, where I fall on that because mm. um, Liverpool was so dominant. Arsenal couldn't get out. They, they, you know, Obviously, he, he brought Kivior on for, for Odegaard, tried to see it out. The goal comes on the 87th minute, 7th minute but it really, really felt like it was coming. It's such a shame um, that Martinelli couldn't thread Saka through uh, oh! late on that. Like an all time <laughs> yeah. moment in terms of, you know. Oh, that last few minutes when Ramsdale makes that save from Canate's uh, belly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, whatever you say, it's a fantastic save. Yeah. And and then Arsenal break and you go, ah! It's just such an exciting <laughs> game. And at one point, Vishto, when, when Liverpool, after Salah had scored in the first half and then they were on it second half, did you think we could see them scoring seven again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. Um, it's funny. So just to go back to what Jim said about um, don't seeing blame out, you <laughs> <laughs> about seeing out the game. Um, yeah, obviously you have to have control of the game to see out the game. I thought what they did really well was right. If it's going to be chaotic, let's lean into that because uh-huh. every time they hit them on the break, Rob Holding did lean into that. Didn't yeah, he? <laughs> yeah. God, he he is so bad, isn't he? Like I, I think he's. A, I actually quite like him as an, an individual. But he sticks like a sore thumb when he has to fill in. Oh, he's the, what Connor three. Cody is to the England squad in football tournaments. Well, no, because Cody doesn't play, does he? He doesn't. Yeah, well, no, no, that, I'm saying that's what he should be. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, I think so bad is a little little harsh yeah. on him, but he's um, the drop. The drop off when he's drop in off for from one him of the two is, is huge. Yeah. It's, um, I would love to see how this game would have gone with Saliba in the back line. Peter, a lot of people were were talking about Granite Xhaka. And uh, it was all his fault that he, he yeah. riled Anfield and uh, and everybody. What, what do you think of that? What was that? He had the linesman sticking in elbows left, right, centre. I oh, think yeah. there was a that lot was of stuff weird. to be uh, to, to be. But but for Liverpool, I just think it's 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 an astonishing way to polish up that turd of not qualifying for Champions League football. I mean, this this result almost guaranteed that they won't make it. So it's kind of like, well, it, it's a great PR move for them, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just really, really trying hard in the second half. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's sort of putting down, downing tools when it comes to, you know, kicking Gabriel Jesus all the time and, yeah. and, and sort of actually wanting to play a bit of football. But yeah, I mean, let's not forget they did miss a penalty in this match yeah. as well. They don't get a lot of penalties, so Salah doesn't have a lot of practice, but... Mm. Um, he had, a, he had a sizer against Bournemouth. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He recalibrated, didn't he? He's like, I'll, this will, I'll put this one lower. Not, yeah. yeah, not not slightly more in. Yeah, just lower. That's all. He, that's all it needs. But people talked about the atmosphere not really changing after the Jacker incident. But I, you could see that at least the Liverpool team were pumped mm. up after that situation. Though I think too much has been made of this. Mm. I think it's one of the things, sort of a narrative thread that's come out of the commentary more than what actually happened in the game. Because mm-hmm. Liverpool's goal, they they earned. You know, they, they, it, yeah. was, it was really, yeah. really good play. And it was a little bit of sort of pinball in the box and these things happen, right? Um, and, and I don't know. I think it, Liverpool it, it, have got that about them at yeah. Anfield. They're yeah. always going to come back into a game. You're, ne- you're never going to just, you know, 
you're never going to walk all over them for a whole game. I mean, Xhaka shouldn't be doing that. No, but, absolutely. But, these, but that's not the reason the result went bloody, it bloody, bloody, bloody. I mean, it went yeah. the way it did. I mean, there was a great sort of individual duel, if you like, between Salah and um, Ramsdale in, in, in the yes. game. And I mean, some of the saves Ramsdale made, you know, were superb. I mean, they were elite level saves. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, they, weren't, they, they weren't just, not necessarily anomalies, but they weren't flashes of like, oh, that kind of stuff happens in those kind of games. Yeah. He has consistently made saves like that. And I think yeah. in, in this mm. particular portion of this particular game, it's highlighted to the nth degree mm-hmm. because of what it means in yeah. terms of, you know, at least taking a point out of Anfield and also going forward to the rest of the season. And I think one of the things he does so well is he anticipates really well. And I appreciate a lot of elite goalkeepers do that, but he's clearly in a hot streak where all the all the guesses, quote unquote, mm-hmm. he makes mm-hmm. are correct. Well, you yeah. know where Salah's going to put it. You do. But in the same way... Every would it be left back knew where Iron Robin was going to run. Yeah, yeah. it's just like you have to wait for him, for the player to to, decision, to do yeah. something, and then when he does it, it's like yeah, I did, we knew it, but I he, but then he reacts in the air off yep. the deflection as well. Well, indeed, and even you know, to be fair, I don't think he should have had a set, been given a save to make for the Darwin Nunez chance. Yeah, I've never been so sure someone was missing that. Mm. Um, and then the Canate one, I. I kind of understand what he's trying to do. Yeah, it's that, that high... Canate, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, it's that high... You know, he's obviously not usually in those um, situations. People say, yes, but he's a professional footballer. And yes, that is a good point. But, you know... It happens in a split second. It, it, indeed, it does. You know, we see you know great strikers have missed chances and, and, and whatnot. But again... We, with with all going on, Ramsdale to make that save, I think it was, it was an, an incredible passage of play mm. and as we say Arsenal got the other end um, Pete you mentioned uh, the um, referee's assistant giving Andy Robertson like, like an elbow as very was... surprising wasn't it I yeah. didn't expect that and then, and then are when... they fighting back after all the stick they're getting <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but uh, when they went back to the Sky Sports studio Roy Keane called Andy Robertson a big baby um, which of course is just wonderful <laughs> it was absolutely box office wasn't it it was, it was, it was just excellent what's he gone over to him for and what's he complaining for? I said at half-time, Robertson, what, what, what a baby. What a big baby. Just get on with the game. Baby. <laughs> it's, the last, it's the last one. It's the dismissive. Baby. I, th- I thought we were done at two. Baby. Yeah. Baby. Sounds quite sexy in a weird way. Yeah. Baby. Also, do you see um, when everyone in the studio laughs, Roy Keane breaks character. Yeah. I think he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he realises what he's done there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, being yeah. a silly sausage. Uh, very, yeah. very deliberate. It's good stuff. Oh, dear. I mean, I, it just, the Liverpool baby, performances. Baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> Can someone cut that with Justin Bieber? <laughs> yeah, baby. Baby, baby. Baby, oh, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Uh, a couple of goalgasms: Gary Neville and oh, Jamie Carragher. Carragher was Ramsdale's save. Well, it wasn't a goalgasm. goalgasm but it was a savegasm. Yeah. Savegasm, yeah. yeah. Savegasm. I mean, I mean, coupled with uh, premature goalgasm. Cu- coupled with the goalkeeper's facial facials. Careful, <laughs> steady. Gary. The way he reacted to that save was like. <laughs> Is Leonardo DiCaprio in that film about the dreams going? It's that, it's that meme. I just love the way he sort of just just was absolutely going in for the cameras. Yeah. Enjoyable. I mean, it was. This is just, I think it might be you, Jim, mentioned earlier. Like it just almost summed up Liverpool's season mm. in that yeah. game, and it shows you that Liverpool's structure and formation. I know Klopp had a little bit of a tinker and so on. It's just, it's just not hitting the mark. It hasn't no, hit the mark this no. season. 
but they've still got excellent players. And they've got excellent home form as well. Yeah, and 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 when the emotions, they're, they're an emotional side at the moment. Whereas in previous seasons when they've been so, so good, yeah, the emotion, they can ride those emotions as we've seen, in particular the European Knights at Anfield. Yeah. But they've also got the structure and the foundation and the tactical nous and discipline. Well, they don't have any of that stuff, as I say, just on the yeah. emotion. So when the emotions run high, actually that's when they come into it. Because yeah. again, this second half display, after 25, 30 minutes, nobody could have seen that coming. Uh, and some of their other big performances, again, nobody could see that coming. And in the Real Madrid game, the first leg, the emotions are running high. It worked for the first 15 minutes or whatever it yeah. was. Mm. And then, of course, the structure and the dis- lack of discipline and all that kind of stuff completely let them down. Um, I mean, Klopp himself said pre-match, you know, he said, I suppose the elephant in the room right now during his press conference, I suppose the elephant in the room right now is the fact that I'm still here. You know, I'm the last man standing. Even he is mentioning, yeah. oh, you know, I've, I've not been sacked kind of thing. You know, that's <laughs> it's a fascinating situation. And, and they have a very crucial summer coming up. They do. Of course. But as Pete said, Champions League spot, fourth place looks very unlikely now for yeah. them. It's a, it's, it's, pretty seismic result really obviously in terms of terms of Arsenal they need to hopefully get something at the Etihad now and, mm. and match City otherwise which is is going to be very difficult because they do not look like they're slowing down anytime soon they're, they're in the in the best form they've been all season yeah and Erling Haaland is you know he's letting his hair down he yeah, is. Have you, have you seen, did you see that it's photo a, of his yeah. hair? It's just it's magnificent. I didn't know it was, there, was, there was that much. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they're hitting form at the right time. And I think, you know, Vish, you said uh, before that, and, and you were right to say this, that they can have a funny result every now and then, you know, like a one or home draw mm. um, with Everton, for example, yeah, or, or, yeah. or something like that. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. No, now. this is it. They don't feel like they're in that phase anymore. And, and also, Grealish is really getting yeah, involved. Grealish and Haaland are in the, in the like the form of their season so far, and they, they, you know they're not the only players as well. They're um, they're really really just turning it on at every opportunity. A lot's being made of the fact they've got these two games against Bayern Munich. Mm. The game they've got in between that is Leicester at home, which <laughs> I, I think they are quite capable think, of winning. I think they'll yeah. probably do that. Is there something to be said for Erling Haaland um, and any tall leggy striker? Your yeah. Crouchers, your Carrolls. This there world. you go. Bicycle kicks don't look good on them. Oh, and it's, it's yeah, the funny thing is, is know, that they make them look a bit shit. I they, don't know. Crouch and, and Carroll, very unlikely, but have scored absolutely beautiful yeah, bicycle but kicks. But they just don't time. look very graceful for me. Uh, I don't know. The Carroll uh, Carro one for West Ham that is incredible. Was unbelievably the good. Of, the couple of Crouch ones I think they look better because they're so weird. It's like a big no, daddy it looks, long legs. It looks, it looks like the Falkirk rotating boat lift. You know but but I I think those so they they look normal when their legs fully extended, which is very rare because actually if you think about a jet like a cross to a player to an average player, I suppose mm. they would never reach that, so they'd never think of overhead kicking. Right, so yeah, when they yeah. are have those rare moments where they can fully extend the leg, then fine. But yeah, like a, a normal sized player who can do an overhead kick probably makes that look more aesthetically pleasing yes. than Haaland does because yeah. he has to kind of looks scrunch himself yeah, yeah. as well. Well, interestingly, that ball from Jack Grealish to set that goal up, Jack people Jack. saying, oh, you know, great assist and so on. It's actually not a great ball in. Hence no. why Haaland had to do that, actually. <laughs> but then it feels like would, a test. Yeah, it? well, it wouldn't surprise me if Let's Grealish was... this guy can do. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the kind of football they're kind of playing at the you moment. You know, like those, uh, every now and again, um, you'll get a video from... Those Boston robotics people. Yeah. Yes. It's like, look what they can do now. Kicking it's like, look dog. how we've tested them. And, you know, they just like push them with a stick so yeah. they fall over. <laughs> but look, we crossed it over his head and he's overhead kicked it in. Yeah. <laughs> also, did it not feel like, because as soon as he scored that goal, 
um, Guardiola took him off. Mm. Was it? Did it not seem like you know, like a Decepticon turning back into a car Maybe. and being put back in the garage? <laughs> quite, quite possibly. Yeah. More good guys to fight next week. Don't worry. Yeah. Before anybody realizes what you are, yeah. let's bring you back in. Um, yeah, I mean the big game, of course, on Wednesday, twenty sixth of April, Man City host Arsenal in the league, and Arsenal have got West Ham away and Southampton at home before that. You would fancy Arsenal for both of those games. Um, but then it, uh, you know, that that is going to be such a crucial test. Mm. So, but the thing is, Arsenal kind of have to be perfect now. They do, and that's that's the that's the danger with two very motivated teams who are you know you know yeah. fighting for their lives. But I mean, so, it, it, you know, incredibly, you know, you look at the two records, and obviously Manchester City have only played um, twenty nine compared to Arsenal's thirty. But you would imagine them to win that game, and of course, if they win that, twenty two wins to Arsenal's twenty three, drawn the same amount of games. You know, you're the goal up. difference is similar. You're two matches up. You're two. Six points, six points clear at the top of the league should not feel like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's exactly. that game in hand. Ridiculous. It is, yeah, it is <laughs> the game in hand, and, <laughs> and having to play them and, as well. Indeed, indeed. And their so goal you, so you literally don't have to be perfect. You've got to be perfect well, minus one match. Perfect. <laughs> More yeah. perfect than them. Um, gentlemen, <laughs> I'd like to end this first half talking about Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Chelsea 0. My highlight of the weekend was nearly uh, Nunez's goal from that game. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a hit. What a hit. Mm. Come on. The sound Come on. and also the reaction of the other Wolves players who were just like putting their hands on their head. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, let's be honest. Wolves, they love a bit of this. They score mm. some spectacular goals. They don't score many goals, but when they do, it's usually like that. I, I, it was, I would have loved Diego Costa to score. That would have been, yeah, that would have been excellent. Just it? to see what his celebration would have been like. He seems a little bit more mild-mannered these days, but that would have been a chance moment. I think he's got one last job. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't today. Yeah, but but, um, but that that was the goal of the weekend for a lot of people. Yeah, it was me? great, wasn't it? And, and Chelsea's tactic of having a new manager for every game also isn't working. Not working, yeah. I mean, Pete, you, you backed Lampard's appointment on Friday. You said... I did. Bed in some young players or dick about... No, I, 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 I'm also pleading the fifth on this one. <laughs> yeah, no, but you can't I, do that in this country. I said, it, I said it was, I said it was, a, it was a Champions League move. It's all about you know dicking about in the league. There's no, they're yeah. all dead rubbers. Same as Liverpool, dead yeah. rubbers what, now. What Don't is, worry about it. What is a, the point? It was quite go a dull out, enjoy way. it, and lose yeah. one now. Exactly. Chelsea were relegated on the final day. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite a dull way to dick about, though. It is. It was quite yeah. boring. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You, you would expect more, wouldn't you? Um, according to reports, um, Todd Bowley got James Corden's opinion before appointing Frank Lampard. It has been Lovely. claimed that, that, that Bowley turned to Corden uh, for for advice. I mean, who this better? Is, in the car? Excellent. How do I stop the singing? <laughs> Are you uh, still higher than James Corden in your um, fantasy football league, Marcus? A big time, or now yeah. on? I, I would assume I'm at the so. <laughs> I don't think he was doing very well. well yeah, we no. were invited to play in this... Fantasy Football League. We, we we you were higher for quite a while. I seem to recall. Um, Trevor yeah. Noah was in there as well. All the all the uh, US chat US based <laughs> chat yeah, show yeah. hosts. Yeah. Wow, a bit of a strange yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm giving them a doing everybody. <laughs> 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 what could? Why would? So, so how authentic is this? James Corden. Thing. How authentic is James Corden? Would be a place to start. Perhaps. I don't think we've got enough That's time. That's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a really really odd one, isn't it? I mean, long may it continue if, yeah. it, if it really is as unprofessional and clownish as this seems. Like quite the echo chamber that. Isn't I it? mean, after Fulham's recent poor form, I was thinking oh, it's a shame because it would be quite nice to finish higher than Chelsea in the league. It's still on. Yeah, I mean, it, it, clearly he is just taking advice from other dickheads, and this could be a good thing. <laughs> is there the a WhatsApp, is there a WhatsApp group? Almost certainly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine... But he's down as Peter Rabbit. <laughs> he's the voice of Peter Rabbit. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, yeah, Chelsea, uh, they do head to the Bernabeu on Wednesday night. 
Um, so, yeah, so stay tuned for Ramble Reacts out. James, what shall I do? <laughs> he's, he's doing this eyebrow thing and they score every time. So oh, there's man. this clip where I do the job. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, when you put the phone down like that, people can't see it on an audio feature. No, that's true, yeah. you got to go click. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a poor result for Chelsea. Good win for Wolves, though, we should say. We'll talk more about the um, relegation running as well. I always fancied Wolves to stay up. But funnily enough, I mean, that win, they're four points from safety now. You think to yourself, oh, surely now there's, you know, because Palace are the ones who are kind of breaking away. They're six points. And at this stage of the season, with eight games to go for, for the majority of the sides down there, six points feels like a, it, it feels like much more of a cushion than Arsenal have got. Well, another thing I said on Friday, I said, I just want proper relegation fodder. And Southampton yeah. gave us that at the weekend. They I did. wanted City to beat them. Yep. I wanted to beat, to beat them handsomely. We've got an overhead kick and some lovely Tresemme style hair. So <laughs> thank you, Donaldson. Why are you wanting City to win? Is it this state-owned thing or something? I I'm a team player. Right. <laughs> Just a big fan of the region. You say that. The they're four points from safety. Yeah. It's still very much on. Yeah. Um, so, Pete's, uh, look, Pete, like Eddie Howe, has been reading a lot about it. I've been it. reading yeah, a lot about it. I'm not yeah. finished. No. I'm no. not. I'm not. He's on the, he's on the good bit. The he's on the good stop. bit now. But... Oh, that's spicy. I'm yeah. not sure how I feel about that. There we are. <laughs> right. I think it's best we have a break. <laughs> If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All 
you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. major problems with it. For me, looking at that video, that cat hadn't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. He played well on the weekend, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, right, it's now time for a bonus edition of Betfair's Popular Bet Builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app, and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. Every Friday on the preview show, we build our own Ramble Popular Bet Builder for a particular game happening each weekend. But with the return of the Champions League, we thought it was a great chance to try and win some money for charity. We're looking ahead to that Manchester City match against Bayern Munich, which is tomorrow night. Jim, kick us off. I'm going to go for Erling Haaland to score first. You all know why. He's an absolute machine. He's got experience of, of playing against German teams, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll be very motivated. And uh, I reckon unless Pep starts him as like a holding midfielder, <laughs> there is a very good chance of this happening. Indeed. Vish. I'm going for Kevin De Bruyne. Um, recently, you know, Premier League assist number 100, yeah. faster than anyone. And I think he's uh, he's going to continue that. He had that... There was a weird period where he wasn't in the team mm-hmm. and it feels like that's only served to make him hungrier. Sorry, yes. Jim. <laughs> so Kevin De Bruyne to assist any time. Yes. Uh, good good bet there. Peter? I'm, I'm not going to ruin it. I'm going to go on the theme we spoke about earlier on. Jack Grealish to have one or more shots on target. He is in rude health. He's going to be taking pot shots from everyone because at the moment they're going in. So yeah. good stuff. Lovely. And I'm going to go for both teams to score. I how, think this how, is, we're we're going to get there, surely, I think, I think I, yeah, we, were, we were close uh, with our <laughs> um, bets on the, on the um, Liverpool-Arsenal game. Um, but both teams to score, I think. Yeah. So, you know, both teams, they know this competition. They, they, they love goals. And so do we. So Erling Haaland, uh, first goal scorer. Kevin De Bruyne to assist any time. Jack Grealish to have one or more shots on target and both teams to score a £5 bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns £132.79. And if we win, all that money goes to Prostate Cancer UK. We will be back with another round of Betfair's popular bet builder on Wednesday's Ramble Reacts, exclusive to Betfair. Sportsbook T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Right, gentlemen, let us turn our attention to Tottenham Hotspur 2, Brighton 1. Brighton had two goals disallowed for handball and two penalty appeals waved away, uh, one for the, the trip on um, Mitoma and one in which uh, Dunk appeared to be pulled down in the box. Uh, the the uh, the head of the Pugmol, P-G-M-O-L, Howard Webb, got in touch with Brighton on Sunday to say that they should have had a penalty for the Mitoma tackle it's the third apology Brighton have received this season they've had a busy weekend is Roberto De Zerbi more annoyed at that or more annoyed at Christian Stellini in general I think it's all all packaged up into one red mist isn't it yeah well I mean that was strange wasn't it <laughs> I, I don't know what to begin with um, I, th- I think the um the ridiculous decision, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've apologised to them again, and it's not the first apology they've issued this season. Well, and it feels like it won't be the last. Uh, it's it's so bad that there seems to be this this idea of it being sort of a conspiracy 
and deliberate gaining traction. I don't think it is that. I think it's genuine incompetence. But yeah, the fact yeah, it's yeah. that bad that anyone can seriously be having that conversation yeah. is, is damning. They were absolutely the, damning. What, what are they doing here? They, they, they were both penalties. Definitely the Matoma one. Mm. The dunk one... He's got both hands on his shirt. Yeah, I, I think the dunk one, it's one of those ones where you see, oh, you see that all the time, which doesn't mean to say it shouldn't be a penalty. I think it should have been given, but it's the Matoma one I was... I was more Surprised. flabbergasted. They didn't even it. look at it. Apparently not. Yeah, yeah they were, rather they didn't even ask the referee to go and look at it on the yeah. other side of the pitch. And the Welbeck goal as well that was obviously disallowed for Handball and McAllister. I mean, the angles that we've seen, it looks like McAllister is actually trying to tuck his hands yeah. into his body. I mean, they've got to go yeah. somewhere. Presuming yeah. there's an angle we haven't seen on that one. Well, maybe. but I mean, it, it I, th- I think very. I think the one from fine. behind him that looked it was definitive. I don't. I don't see yeah. unless there's. Um, for, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to use an old reference here. Unless there's a, there's a, a, a Scandinavian television crew, World Cup '98, you know, Brazil, <laughs> Norway. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, um, his, history fans. Uh, th- unless there was something like that, this was it, to me. It was a goal. It was it was absolutely outrageous. Spurs of, uh, of yeah. I mean, thank goodness that they're fifth. Yeah, because <laughs> well, we've this been the bemoaning thing, their this... performances and saw the rest of it. But for Brighton, and you know, it's I'm going to bang this drum again. The Please. situation with with uh, the the Brentford goal against Arsenal that shouldn't have stood. Like these decisions are, are very well, likely to affect league positions come the end. Well, then it's, it's because Brighton, outrageous. Brighton are now and seven. It's weird hearing you say that sort of passion. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but Brighton <laughs> that now, never happens. Brighton are seventh. They've got they've got two games in hand on on Aston Villa, who are sixth, by the way, <laughs> uh, and and Spurs, who are fifth. And they are now seven points off Tottenham. Should have won that game. Or they shouldn't have lost it, certainly. Absolutely. And those decisions have cost them dear. And Brighton, a Europa League spot, if they could have done that, and, you know, with the, with the, the, the spirit and the, and the quality and, uh, and the structure they've played with this season, you know, that, that's not a ridiculous thing to suggest. Of course, they're up there on, on very much on merit. That's a sickener. Because mm. a Europa League spot would be so big for a side like Brighton. Of yeah. course, they can still get it. But it's now a lot less likely. Well, it's not even the the case of like getting into Europe and getting whatever windfall comes with that. It's also how often do Brighton lose their players? And they lose their players because there is an inherent belief that they are at the very top. ceiling. Yeah, right next to, you know, right next to a glass ceiling. This is a, you know, glass shattering end to the season potentially for for Brighton. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is an example of something that happens beyond their control that prevents them from doing that. Because if you because if you are somebody like you are a McAllister or or a Matoma or something, and if you did qualify for the Europa League, um, for example, or, or even the Conference League, you could say to those players, "Look, I know you're getting offers, but are you are you getting offers from Manchester City? Yeah, or, you know, you know, something like that. Are you getting offers from the huge side? Stay with us. You know, we, this is an exciting season coming up. Yeah, there's also an intangible here where I know some footballers think like this, and it was interesting. You know, speaking to a few agents in the past and, and just people who've been around football for a while, that one of the hardest things to do is to prove to yourself to the player that you, you've signed that you are turning into a big club because it's yeah. quite mm. a rare thing to do. Unless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially now unless you're getting like a, a flush with all kinds of cash. It's mm-hmm. very hard to do it organically. And actually in-game decisions like this almost reiterate that you're not that big. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because this doesn't happen to, you know, top mm. four teams really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, it didn't happen to Spurs, for yeah, example. Yeah, but it happened at the Emirates. 
<laughs> no, it did. I think that okay. that, that's worth. Well, but I get. Yeah, sure. But, 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 um, but I understand what you mean. That's though. a specific example, but it feels like right. We don't get the rub of the green in these moments. Yeah, and it, it's hard to, you know, rid yourself of that small time. The, the feeling that you're in a, in a small time place, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe that of Brighton, but it's. It's something that perpetuates that sense of whether it's I, need to, I need to move somewhere else to, to be given big club favours. Whether it's true or not, that feeling is can can arise. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fundamentally unfair, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is. Uh, and they were, you know, they, they, they lose the game, of course. Also, we should say it's not a VAR thing because I think VAR has already shown it to be incredibly useful and moves the game on. It's the people. Involved yeah. Of course, yeah. That are, that are ludicrous. Well, I, yeah. I wonder what the um, which is very much part the, of VAR, though, isn't it? VAR. Can't no, no, do sure. It. I think people sure, but, but, but they, they, Vish... they have they've clearly done no work in getting these people up to speed, and they've just thrown them into a room and thought, right, yeah, just mm. go and, and go now and, do it. Now and, they're, and they're they're totally incompetent. It feels like processes aren't there to be followed. It's, it, yeah, I, I, mean, I have no idea what those processes are. I'm not sure if that information is even available. But but, 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 if, but if if there were processes and protocols, we'd know about it. I need I need kids who cut. Videos in, on TikTok for like in five yes. minutes. Like, yeah. I need them going bang, 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 back, backwards, forward, backwards, forward. Yep. Apply a filter, give one of the players a bit nice new hair. I don't yeah. know. When, when, when Howard Webb got the job, do you think in the interview they said, right, could you give us an example of how you would apologise to a football club? Because <laughs> you are going to need to do that quite a bit potentially. I don't know. Um, the other thing that, that happened in the game, and it happened even before the game, was um, Roberto De Zabi and, and Christian Stellini. Uh, having a little bit of, um, you know, angst towards each other. Much more from De Zerbe, we should say, actually. Mm. Both were sent off. De Zerbe looked like he was trying to start something with Stellini before the match had even started. And apparently, <laughs> it's thought that, that Stellini, uh, he gave recent praise for, for Brighton's former boss, Graham Potter, which annoyed De Zerbe. And there are suggestions that, um, that Stellini's comments were presented in a certain light in the Italian right. media. So perhaps the Italian media, whoever wrote this or, or whatever publication it was in, were, were chuckling away going, hey, we created this. Yeah. But whatever it was, De Zerbi wasn't having a flipping moment of it. And, and as I say, before the game, like he's properly pointing at him, like mm. real kind of, oh, see you at the back gate after school kind of stuff. And it, it went that on. That sounded a bit too comfortable, didn't it? Yeah. He said that before. Uh, <laughs> people have said it to me before. Sure. Fortunately, I went out the front gate and bamboozled them um, but uh, but but Stellini didn't really rise to it I thought I thought he was quite harsh he got sent off oh yeah same and, and, and I loved after the game when De Zerbi was commenting on it saying you know I respect everybody I should get respect or something like that and then Stellini refused to be drawn into it and they asked him and he just went I am Christian Stellini I am Tottenham Hotspur manager. I thought this is a bit sparse yeah. against this. You why, know? Are you, why are you asking me? I think that <laughs> for the, a bit. The, the, <laughs> the great thing about this, though, is that you cannot keep Ryan Mason down. There he is, yeah, back again in yeah, charge yeah, of the yeah, dugout. Yeah. He loves it, doesn't he? Um, do you think is, is, what Duncan Ferguson was to Everton for all those years? Is that <laughs> yeah. Ryan Mason? A, a softer option, you, Maybe. Might, you might say. Um, but yeah, an, an intriguing match. And uh, we've got this far talking about this game. We haven't even mentioned Son's beautiful goal. Oh, yeah. 100th mm. goal as well, isn't it, in the, in the Premier League? Yeah, nice Lovely. to see that because he's not been on uh, the same form as we've seen him in recent years and to pull that out of the bag there he is very likeable man um, <laughs> yes so uh, Japs let's go back down to uh, the uh, lower end of the Premier League uh, Leicester City lost at home 1-0 to Bournemouth that man Phil Billing uh, Phil Bill, uh, Phil Bill getting the goal James Madison the man who you look to in these uh, situations I'm sure Leicester try and get them out of it gifted uh, Bournemouth the goal there I mean Bournemouth were knocking on the door before that 
But my goodness, Leicester City now second bottom. They're just a couple of points from safety, but five losses in their last six games. It's looking very bleak for them. And people don't want to manage them. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. Yeah. I mean, it's an extraordinary thing. Bournemouth, you know, in their last six games, they've picked up three wins. Bournemouth look like they've got something about them. Yeah, they did, the, they did. They look good for this win as they well. Did. You feel like you, they could have won by But more. they look like the side, if you can remember in previous years when an unfancied side has managed to stay up against yeah. the odds, they look like that side now. And of course... Um, the Jesse Marsh uh, stuff that you alluded to there, Pete. He, it was all but confirmed on, on Sunday that they were going to announce him as manager and then there was a dramatic late twist apparently and it's now reportedly collapsed. Probably watched that much. Yeah. <laughs> how it's, does, a second, how you... it's the second job he's turned down now. Yeah. Really? How did yeah. you get on earlier? Astonishing. He must interview so well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, wow. apparently so he was not convinced after watching the game and felt they needed a different kind of, of manager for the championship. Well, apparently. Well, but that's, that's possibly quite insightful, isn't it? That, yeah. That's they're preparing to go down. Yeah. It's very interesting that they, they don't seem to have had a plan past sacking mm. Brendan Rodgers and moving on. It mm. feels like they but didn't it, did start you, Well, looking. they did. They thought they were going to get Potter. Well, true. Do you think they're just sort of going for, well, uh, we've got to spend a whole heap of cash and it's just going to be cheaper to, to go back up rather than mm. save them from relegation? Yeah. I, th- I th- this one on the chin. I think it will be particularly damning for Leicester because mm. they will lose their best players if they go down. Um, mind you, we've seen that Do before. You list them? <laughs> well, Madison would be the yeah. obvious one. Yeah, T. Elements is out of contract. Yeah, T. Elements indeed. You know, there's some big players there who would go. But ah, dearie me. Um, and something that uh, all those teams could have done without was um, West Ham squirming a one-nil win away to Fulham. Yeah, ah. that was, you must be a little bit aggrieved by the goal. Again, this is a bad decision that hasn't had much airtime because there've been so many other ones this weekend. But Vladimir Kufal pretty much catches the ball before. <laughs> Well, that was before the goal. Well, I don't know what the rules are now. Some were saying that is it's that... in the same phase. Well, that's what I thought. But yeah. then some was—I think it was Danny Murphy or somebody suggested that does that still count if it's not directly? I don't know. It, it shouldn't have stood. Let's, yeah. let's, let's be. Let's well, they go—you know—they go back for fouls, don't they? They go actually quite a way back. Yeah, true so enough. Maybe because it was an own goal. They were like, oh, that was a different phase because yeah. he passed it to the Fulham player. Be- <laughs> because we have VAR, we've become so blinded to the fact that none of the officials spotted that very obvious handball. Well, in, yeah, in the build-up. Yeah. and I think that's, that's that's correct to say that, Jim. Mm. Um, because it, yeah, he clearly shouldn't have stood. But I mean, it was such a squirmy own goal. But then the ch- Fulham was so lethargic. Really, I think there's a danger for Fulham now that. Uh, after that, you know, nonsense at Old Trafford where they very much let themselves down. You know, they've, they've lost four on the bounce. It's kind of, mm, what do we play for? Not going to get a European place now. Um, but I mean, you know, they're 12 points above the relegation zone. It would be, you know, just almost inconceivable if they were to get dragged into that. Yeah, but, fourth loss know, in a row. It's, it has, it's petering out, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, no and offence. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, would, it would be a bit of a shame, but I think they... Because, you know, Vinicius came in and actually did okay. And I think he's, a, I think that's a fairly like-for-like replacement for, for Mitrovic. But balls into the box and, you know, Zuma and uh, Ogbonna was brought back into the side, I think. They were just heading the balls away for fun, you know, and, and Fulham didn't really have uh, too much either. Did, um, did, it, did it squirm through the ball because um, the West Ham players were soaked and wet? Yes, because they travelled to um, Craven Cottage uh, in canoes, didn't they? This was very individual strange. canoes, individual yeah. canoes. Very, very strange. In their yeah. kit as well. In their yeah. kit. Yeah. If, if you don't know what we're talking you're about, you're going to get cramp if you just sat in a canoe for an hour and a half. <laughs> aren't West, you? West Ham had posted a pre-match social media graphic of their players photoshopped into canoes paddling towards Craven Cottage on on the Thames. Yeah, it wasn't 
well photoshopped either, was it? I, well, no. Again, ferryman iconography. Yeah. <laughs> They've got to be very careful with this. <laughs> it was it was quite stunning, really. But I mean, yeah, they were delighted with it. I mean, the West Ham fans were singing, you know, how shit are you? You're losing to us. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> how shit are you? We're, we're, we're winning away. Do you know what I mean? Like, they know. Like, I mean, West Ham, they just hung on. But clearly they thought to themselves... Well, we, we've not got much going forward, and and Fulham are just sort of passing sideways and getting nowhere here. So yeah, I mean, look, fair play to them. They clean sheet and they hung on. They did they did what they had to do. Well, even when even hanging on, like when they, uh, I think they took off Antonio uh, mm. for Downs to basically hold what they had, mm. and they were singing, "You don't know what you're doing," to Moyes. <laughs> like, no, I do. I'm trying to yeah, save yeah, yeah. three points. Yeah, yeah. and 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 they did. It was a Moyes masterclass. <laughs> God, he needed that. Didn't oh, no. I, I mean, I said to him, mate, at half time, I was like, "This will be last." the match of the day and it was <laughs> oh dearie me but um, a vital win for West Ham they were absolutely delighted at the end of the game which mm. you can understand why uh, so yes these are the things uh, that happened um, so if West Ham stay up there will be uh, a claret and blue side in the Premier League at least one we knew uh, that there would um, at least two I think it, Villa are probably well saying. I was yeah. about to say uh, we, we knew after uh, Gerard got sacked it would be two. we're going to have three uh, potentially, if West Ham can do the business. Because on Good Friday, Burnley um, were promoted to the Premier League. They've been magnificent all season. Of course, it, it, on Good Friday in 2022, they sacked Sean Dyche. And then on Good Friday this year, they promoted. So, uh, you know, nice um Let's see company bit doing, doing bits. Company's been uh, having a lovely time. Yeah. And I, I my, my favourite uh, thing, actually, he said this year was, um, stop linking me to the Man City job, please, Pep. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I'm, I'm... He's been great, though, isn't he? He's used the loan market incredibly well. They've got some players in from City, obviously, and they've got some, they, they've signed some players that, you, that he knew well from the Belgian league that were probably under the radar a little bit. Yeah. And, really and he'll be fired by November, <laughs> <laughs> as so often happens in well, the Well, we'll see, won't we? I think he's, you know, part of the reason that they, they went for company is those connections. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's worked well, out really, really well. And I fair. think he'll be able to continue that. Yeah. Um, and it's really exciting. He's changed their style of play. Really, really attacking. Yeah. Um, we've seen Burnley, feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? But when they got promoted before, they were they swashbuckled their way into the Premier League and then mm. they gradually changed their style. Yeah. I don't know whether he'll do that again. It'd be interesting to see if it, this is a completely different reiteration of Burnley than what we were used to when they were uh-huh. in the in the league under Dyche. But um, it's, yeah, it's exciting I, times. I, I think he'll, he'll surely have, you know, Coaches have tend to have a philosophy, and and you would imagine he would, considering his playing career, having played under under Pep Guardiola and all that kind of stuff. We shall see, as you say. But I I don't think that they will kind of do the whole backs of the walls and this that and the other. You know, you saw you saw the way Sheffield United when they came up um, under uh, oh, uh, Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder, thank you. And uh, and they kept that start. I know it. You know they had a very impressive first season. I know they they, they went back down. And by the way, they're on for promotion again. We should say. I, I think um, their fitness is different, though. Like, well, I was going to say that. Look, I think they they've been to the gym. No offense, Jim. Um, <laughs> they they, they, uh, they just look like a completely different side to, to uh-huh. who they had before. Even though he's yeah, absolutely for work and plays really hard. You're absolutely right. But also as well, despite you know what we just said about Fulham, actually, I think that is a, a good example. To use, you know, I always used to say with Fulham, the trouble was, you know, sometimes they could they could go up and then it's backs to the walls in the Premier League and they never quite found the balance. But if you have a manager who, who has a proper plan and knows what he's doing, like Fulham with Marco Silva, you can go up. Obviously, the signing of Joao Polini has been crucial and, and, and whatnot. But um, you, 
you you can do it um, if you you know if things go right for you. And look, they're 19 points clear of third place Luton. You know that's how good they've been. You know this is the earliest a team has secured promotion to the Premier League since the the second tier was rebranded as the Championship in, in 2004. And if they win their remaining seven games, they will break Reading's Championship points record of 106, which was set in 2005-2006. I, I think that's probably unlikely. Um, they have drawn a lot of games. I've seen they've only lost twice, mm. but they have drawn a lot of games. And and also, when you're that far ahead, it is difficult not to kind of uh, take your eye off the ball a little bit. It's totally understandable because they are 11 points clear of, of Sheffield United in second, you know, who they play um, uh, uh, today, I believe. Uh, so, it, but it has been so good from Burnley this season. And also, the, they've got the added boost next season of welcoming back White White Course. They do. <laughs> so, blimey. For all their pressing needs. <laughs> will he play him as a 9 or a 10? That's the big question. Well, yeah, it's, it's a very good question. Uh, will he be effective in either? Is the other question we could ask. But... Yeah. Is he a defender? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should also mention, chaps, uh, Rex Ham. Uh, Rex Ham. <laughs> Rex Ham. Uh, our bloody English language. Uh, Wrexham are hosting Notts County in the National League uh, this evening. Wrexham lost to Halifax on Friday, of course, and Notts County went top on goal difference, they're both on a hundred points <laughs> and only one team gets automatic promotion. Get annoyed, on that. Wouldn't you? I, I realise that going up into the league, and they're obviously not part of the football league technically, but like going up to the, into the league, it's, it's all about whether your stadium can handle it and stuff like that. But obviously, yeah. uh, in most cases these days, it can be handled. It, yeah. They can go up. But why one goes up, I do not know. It's just yeah. needlessly callous. I know, I know. <laughs> good photo for the documentary though, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah not scantily doing a documentary, are they? Yeah. <laughs> Who's there? Who are their owners? Sven. Yeah. Not getting even... back. Ah, now you're talking. Um, sorry, why have I done that? Why yeah, why I... did you say that? Especially, yeah, he's that. probably got something to Miami to talk about. Yeah. You, you've been say. hypnotized. Though, I know, let's, yeah. let's, let's, oh, let's save it. What are we talking about next? Beguiled. Um, I want to talk about Inter Miami. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want Sven? We'll have a bit of fizzer. After winning their first two games and being asked about a push for the title, Inter Miami have lost five games in a row. Mm. Fizzer came out with some League strong words. management. Yeah, remember, can't get relegated. Can't get relegated. So, so no need for Allardyce. He's using this job as a stepping stone to manage the alien team, is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, Fizzer, he came out with some strong words, particularly for one of his strikers. Strong, Joseph. quiet words. <laughs> strong whispers. <laughs> the strong, silent type. Uh, on Martinez, he said after the game, because Martinez is a, is a new recruit um, this season, he needs to he needs to play better. He needs to play better. In the team we have players that are comfortable and from now on they won't be comfortable. That's your fault, you clown. <laughs> <laughs> from now on they won't be comfortable. He needs to play better. outside banging a pot in a pan, <laughs> waking him up. I, I feel a, a little bit concerned for, for Fizzer. He needs yeah, I, right, I, he yeah. needs some words of, of encouragement. Yeah. He's, He's like the worst kind of Nepo baby, isn't he? <laughs> it's, he needs some, <laughs> Vish, you need some words of encouragement. Neville, baby. He's in Miami. <laughs> Neville, Neville, baby. And we, <laughs> and we know in Miami, there's a big, big um, uh, uh, Latin uh, diaspora and so on. Yeah. So I thought we should, we should, we should play some choice words from, uh, from, from Pitbull. Take your life from a negative to a positive. What's a story without ups and downs, valleys, peaks, losing? They're not mistakes, they're must-takes. And you don't make mistakes, mistakes make you. Exactly. Fizzer doesn't make mistakes. Not Again, mistakes that must not, doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. It's, he, he is a, such an odd addition to the Sven Football and Fizzer oh, um, yeah. <laughs> cabal that you've yeah. got going. 
<laughs> You're all welcome to join it. Uh, right, uh, let's let's finish on uh, on, on Pitbull, so to speak. Uh, check out last week's uh, On the Continent for more on Lionel Messi's increasingly likely exit from PSG into Miami. They're getting mentioned. Um, yeah, it's either them or go to Saudi Arabia and duke it out with Cristiano Ronaldo, which Messi definitely doesn't mm. can't be bothered doing. So, so there we are. But yes, uh, oh, and a reminder, everybody, uh, that tomorrow we're bringing you a football ramble guide to Alan Shearer's eight games in charge of Newcastle United. A truly chaotic time uh, and a very rev- uh, a very relevant one, considering all the um, desperate hiring and firing of managers going on uh, this season. We're also back on Wednesday and Thursday with Ramble Reacts after two huge nights in the Champions League so a lot going on Mm. in your Ramble pipe uh, this week Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble part of the Acast Creator Network follow us on Twitter TikTok Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble and don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app a lot of admin there There we go (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much Jimmy Campbell thank you thank you Petey Donaldson baby baby And thank you, Vishy Ihantaraja. Baby. So love everybody. <laughs> See you tomorrow. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.